Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. How are you? Are you? I'm doing okay. Oh, wait a minute. I snuck it in there before you did. You need to answer oh. first. Oh. oh. I am. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, doing fine, sir. Okay, and I'm hanging in there pretty good myself. I can't have are nothing you? to complain about. It's uh, okay. Yeah, we got yeah. weather. There's always weather. There is weather. It's a little early. I can almost feel my body. It's a little yeah. early. This, the sun's just coming up here. I don't know about how, how you're doing over there, but yeah, and it's been, we got a cold wave. Uh, did you get any of that snow? Well, we got um, a little bit. It was almost like you, it was sort of rain that you was bouncing off my coat when I was on my bike yesterday. So yeah, I guess it's, we're getting there. We're supposed to have nothing measurable yet, but it's going to happen pretty quickly. 39 degrees, cloudy. Uh, oh, okay. All good. 39. Let's see. Yeah. That would be extremely cold here. Oh, it's, that's, you know, that's, that's just a light, that's yeah. light jacket weather here. Oh, I know. I know. You guys are crazy. It's 43 degrees we're, here. We're hardy. That's degrees. like a heat wave. If it was 43 there, you'd be, you'd be going, wow, it's warming up, right? Yeah, it sounds like a heat wave to me. Yeah, okay. Well, no, it's so, 43 here. It's uh, 57 now in my room here. Yeah. Do you have any clothes uh, on? Uh, I am wearing a T-shirt and a oh, lot of blankets because it's cold. Here. A lot of blankets. I, I, of, mm. Yeah, I'm wearing a T-shirt that uh, celebrates season of. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Go. Uh, um, season uh, of the ox. Ah, I know what your problem was. You're trying to read upside down. I wish you wouldn't say things like that. That hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have like, on the you have on new glasses. That's how that's how you roll. Yeah, you well, have that new glasses. I can see my, I can see stuff a little yeah. bit better. Yeah. Now this is yeah. the final. Yeah, good glasses with after my cataract surgery. All good. So my my shirt is the Bro Show with our mugs on it. With the Ooh. wonderful winter caps, that wonderful oh, yeah. picture we took, yeah. and it's black. So I really dug deep to get this one. This is this one yeah. was squirreled way in the back of my dresser drawer, and I haven't seen it in a while. So yeah, extremely limited edition. Yeah, I might have the only one. I think you do have the only one. I don't even have that one. <laughs> I described something you don't. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> no, no, I know what you're talking about. I, I made okay, the okay. shirt, you know. I designed it. So. You do so many designs. You're, you're just so prolific. Out of you're control is another word. And you're prolific. Out of control might nice be another way to describe that. You know, have you thought about that? That's another term people use for prolific. Out of control. He can't control himself. Okay. Right. Well, hey, I've been yeah. told that we have a sponsor. We do have a sponsor. It's the Horned Lizard uh, Conservation Society. This is a society, a society, a nonprofit group that its goal in life is to protect these poor little lizards. And uh, they're all volunteer, all volunteer. No big paychecks coming in that place. And they they keep it going. They're headquartered here in Austin, Texas. And uh, you know how they how they raise money, John? 
Well, I guess they raise money through donations and also having T-shirts. Merchandise. Yes. Big one. So in other words, big you one. can wear something and feel proud. You can represent and stay a little warm. You, know, you need to wear something. You're going to wear something. So why not? Why not get this fine T-shirt? They have, uh, yeah, they have the Horned Lizard Canyon T-shirt, which depicts a horned lizard in its native, native habitat. And you know what? There's just a little bit of caution contained in this painting because there is uh, a red-tailed hawk flying above the lizard. So you're thinking, ah. is that a, is that a uh, red-tailed hawk snack we're looking at there, or is that a horn? What's this about? Oh, so that's, yeah, that's yeah. It, you know what? It can be. It can be. But I well, think what they're saying is we're going to protect this lizard at all costs. This is a proud animal. Take a look at it, a picture of it. It's, it, it does look it, proud. It, 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 it just kind of has its head up just enough yeah. above its on all fours, and you say, wow, there's an animal that it has its body in a way in which it's so, it feels good about itself. And when you see a proud animal, we need to have that animal continue on in existence. Yes. That's the reason yes. we have this wonderful society. John, you know, hold on, I get that Kleenex. God damn. Boy, that was moving. You've never gotten that carried away about yeah. the lizard before. I don't know for some reason. I just, it, it just captivates me when I take a look at it. You're feeling it, aren't you? Yeah, I'm feeling it. And you yeah. know what? We're just going to have to continue on this lizard trail because every week we mm. find, and it's so easy. This is like low-hanging yeah. fruit coming up with yeah, these Yeah, we find a story. We find a story, yeah. And uh, this week, uh, you know, what we did is we took, an, I'm, and I always say it incorrectly, I say Gila monster, but you correct me, and you say what? How do you pronounce it? Gila monster. Gila. H. H e e l a h Gila. That's the phonetic for the yeah. G i l a. So we yeah. have got yeah. a movie here called. Oh, by the, the way, Giant. by the way, it, it was Nate McClure who uh, who corrected us. You know, really? not me. I can't Can take credit. Shout out to one of our listeners. It's always good. Yeah, he's a real listener as opposed to the, to the fake uh, to the non-listener. Well, there's you know we have these different do categories we? of yeah, people. We, we have do. the inactive listeners. You mean the ones They're who the followers. Away? Yeah, the, the, the ones who just uh, haven't quite taken the bite of the apple yet. Or wait a minute, that'd mm. be simple. Would it? excuse me about the, the show? Is this is all a clean show, by the way? So let's it just is. Drop that comment. It. Oh. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. You're going to say. Okay, so the, this lizard. Uh, I think one thing somebody said. Well, wait a minute. You've done the you've done the, the Gila monster story before. The Gila lizard before. This is different because this is, is a movie. In yeah. addition to the fact this movie uses a body double, it doesn't use a Gila monster in the movie. No, what doesn't. kind of what kind of animal does it use? It uses a Mexican beaded lizard. Now, here's it's one of the problems in the wiki. If you read about this, yeah. they accidentally misspell beaded as bearded. Very easy mistake oh. to make. Yeah, thank you, well, only thank once. you, Mister Producer, yeah. well, because I have been saying, I've been saying, please don't say bearded, 
Please don't say bearded. That's another lizard. <laughs> That's another story. Please. It is. And it is uh, another story. You. Yeah. So, so what we have here is yeah. this 1959 movie with the body double of this uh, beaded uh, Mexican lizard. And I would say that it fits the, uh, the, the giant monster type of movie that was made in the 50s that also couples it with a couple other popular trends of the day. Oh, yeah. And those trends were rock and roll, uh, yeah. cars, mm-hmm. and uh, just just general good old fun, like the good old boys used to do. And oh, yeah. the world was just kind of a whole different picture when all we had to worry about was, you know, the atomic bomb and making yeah. sure we all had fallout shelters, all. you know, those good old days. Yeah, those were the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. this movie... Yeah. Uh, you're, if you're looking for uh, big stars, uh, don't look here. The the producer don't Ken look. Curtis, yeah, don't look. Just in fact, but yeah. this movie is is really good. I, I would call it. I have a word. I have a book called Psychotronic, which fits a lot of different things, but it's kind of camp. What you do when you watch a movie like this is you're looking for the time. It's like you've opened a time capsule, and it's this movie, and you're seeing things that remind you of when you were a kid. That's what I like about it. But it does have somewhat of a story. Uh, perhaps. Oh, know, are you plot. kidding? It's got a gripping plot. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a nail biter. It's a hold on to your there's chair. Many, hold on. There's many, many, many themes here. Many themes. It's not a, it's not a one trick pony. Oh, this no. is a multi layered story with a lot of yeah. uh, metaphors, yeah. allegory, symbolism. Uh, yeah, I mean, everybody has their own read on it. Oh, there's a, cl- a class struggle. There's class struggle. There's the poor immigrant. That's in there too. The French woman in there, quite, quite, uh, quite nice too. She was a nice lady. I liked her. She was a uh, contestant yeah. in this universe. She was the French uh, contestant. Didn't win, but she was. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, she was it's very good. good in this. She was very good. And polio. That's featured in it. The disease. The yeah, uh, scourge. A, epide- a pandemic. If you will, that's sweeping the globe, crippling poor kids and adults, like uh, the man who became president during World War II. You know, there's a lot going on here. There's, you know, things about overcoming difficulties, you know, supporting your family, your sister, your mother. It's all also also an important theme in this movie is. Whenever possible, taking your girlfriend and lifting her out of your car. Oh, I like using a door. That, that was cool. Not using yeah, a door. Yeah, I mean, that, that was what you call the macho move of the movie. Oh, oh, yeah. But in the background here is, is this lizard. What's that? Oh, well, there was a lizard in this movie. There is. There was there a is. lizard. And this lizard uh, had a had a had an appetite, and also was a little violent. And uh, so, as a result, uh, throughout the lizard, throughout the movie, we're trying. You don't the people in it don't realize what's causing these these uh, disappearance disappearances of of people. They see they see cars uh, that are messed up. But um, yeah, I think it's the it, it, don't get too excited. Uh, just kind of take it all in. Don't think too much and just no, move no, on thinking, and enjoy. Thinking, yeah, thinking could ruin you on this movie. 
It really yeah, there's could. a lot of disconnects. Uh, you know, there, there's there's some loose ends called bodies, which we don't even know what happens to them. I love that. No, part. you don't. Here's the good At news, the end you of know. it, it's like five people have been chomped in it. Oh, look, I guess what you have to do is we have to take that uh, that crispy critter and do an autopsy and see how many are. <laughs> wow, you know what? That's amazing because you and I are thinking exactly the same way. Yeah. You're not going to see any body. You're not going to see any bodies get crunched, which is John. It's amazing you said that because. Uh, they did use a beaded lizard in this movie rather than a Gila monster, a Gila monster. And the reasoning was, as I understand it, is that, uh, the beaded lizard, which is a very, very close relative of the Gila monster, right. is not a U.S. lizard. It's Mexican and Guatemalan. Right. And there are four varieties of it. And they get quite a bit larger. Quite a bit larger, larger. than the Gila monster. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, now you know one of the things people don't understand about these lizards, beaded lizards, is they uh, they have a, a, a cycle uh, when there's lots of food and a cycle when there's not so lots of food, and so they tank up on food because when it gets colder they don't quite hibernate but they kind of do the reptile version of that and they kind of just you know lower the metabolism and slink off someplace and and hang tight and you know they get thin they get thin so. They have the kind of bodies that can absorb a lot of a lot of food and turn it to fat, and so they get clubby and chubby looking. And then by the time you know spring rolls around, they come out and they're they're lean and mean. But so yeah, this was a lean and mean lizard. In fact, I think yeah. they you know it was long. Are a it was long. body double. It's long, and I also think there was a stunt lizard in there too. I think there was, and you know one of the more effective effects is uh, the use of the forked tongue. That was used quite yeah, a bit. I noticed that that tongue was used a lot when the teenagers were in the car kissing. It's like you, you know? wanted to be part of the action. Oh, I thought it was a metaphor. I guess I misinterpreted that. But it I was guess, a, it, you personalized this lizard. It sounds like. Oh uh, well, there's a there's a lot of personification in this movie, and you know when we take okay. a look at the All little right. pieces that I like. Uh, my my favorite is the car where. The, the, back in those days, when you had a car, you had to give it a name, quite often a, a woman's name, and, uh, and as a result, you treated it as it had body parts. So when, uh, let's just say your tires were a little bit worn out, well, you were barefooted. That's or, right. Or uh, you know, if you had a flat yeah. tire, you had a bad foot. Uh, That's right. So – those were pretty good, yeah. but I, my, my favorite, the other thing about this movie that was bizarre when it comes to cars, it's they used drinking and driving as for comic effect. Which I yeah, that was really the days. Them are the days, right? Yeah. And hey, how about that party line? It's pretty cool. Yeah, you, you could, could tell by the rings. ring. You could tell by yeah. the ring who it was for. That was crazy. And you know, and I like you the, and I, this, we lived in a place that had party line, yeah. And I like the idea that the the, the place where they're sing, they're, the, the the soda joint with with the, yeah. where they have that is about the size of a large closet. <laughs> Kids are all kind of <laughs> yeah. They, they, you don't hear people describe a malt shop as a walk-in malt shop, but that's what it was. It's like a walk-in closet. It was very small. And what kind of party and, do they have? What kind of party do they have when at the end? Hold on. When they all say. get together. Hold on. Hold on. I know. I know this. They had a platter party. <laughs> drop some Dear. platters. Drop some vinyl. 
They did. Yeah. They did. They did. They had the local boy makes good story. They have a kid who gave up his hot rod to save his friends. Oh, man. A tra- they had a train wreck in it. No, that's not a metaphor for a movie. They actually had a train wreck. <laughs> the movie was not a train wreck. No. But there is no, a train wreck in the movie. Wreck. Yes. Yes, there was. Yes, there was. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm good on this. Know, I'm good. I'm good. To finish this good? up, I'd like to let everybody know the good news is yeah. that this movie can be seen for free on YouTube with a Google and looking video. Yeah. And the bad news is this movie can see, be seen for free. No. <laughs> no. No. The bad news is that if you want to spend four bucks, you can watch the same movie that's been colorized. That's the bad news. Do not yeah. watch the colorized version. No. No, do not. Do not. And we say that as cheapskates. I mean value-centric people. Hey, do, do, do we, do we yeah. have a word this, this week? Do we have a word? The word is... Word? The word is exigent. E-X-I-G-E-N-T. Exigent. Do you know what it means, we John? we breathe? Is that like bad air or something? That is incorrect. That is incorrect. Shall I give you a sample sentence? Yeah, give me a sample and then give a definition. Do something. All right. The Gila monster was certainly not an exigent threat. Okay, clock's ticking. Give it to us, John. What does it mean? Requiring immediate action. Action. It's uh, not, it's uh, urgent. Oh, pressing. Urgent. Yeah, so this is a uh, yeah. So in right. the case of this movie, it's like the the movie the the the, the, the Gila monster wasn't moving that fast. It wasn't a, a, a it was it was pretty good. And where'd you come up with this? This is your word. You're gonna have to take it is my responsibility word. for it. All right, here's the source. This comes from a book a, in a series of books. The name of the book is Artemis Fowl: The Eternity Code by Ewan Colfer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, those are great books. If if you've been put off by Artemis Fowl because you saw the Disney, Disney movie, which is a piece of lizard skin, uh, don't be put off by the books because the books are all excellent. They're a little like Harry Potterish, a little P.G. Wodehouse. They're like that. They're very witty, and they have great vocabularies. So that's all I got to say about the word. Wow. Hey, yeah. Listen, we've got a yeah. few takes on, you know, this is the time of year when I take a look at the Hallmark Christmas movies, and we know that at the end of the Christmas season, I will be putting out my my annual Hallmark movie Christmas movie report. But we felt that uh, it might be interesting to take a little interim break and, you know, take a look at what's going on right now as it relates to them. And one of the articles I read recently was the fact that the Hallmark movies – Christmas movies take the traditional religious Christmas out of the movies. They're not there. And uh, I've been thinking about that for some time and realizing that, you know, when you, there's, they kind of skirt the issues with respect to religion, but they don't dive in there. You're not going to see a lot of weddings that are going to be Christmas weddings in, in, in churches. You're not going to hear their traditional Christmas music. You're going to hear the more contemporary music. And it's kind of, when you look at it, Hallmark has been kind of given, you know, a, a bad name because they don't address issues. 
they're not in, in they're they're not inclusive in terms of people. And is one of the ways in which they're they have really kind of made some progress in this area is with diversity. Um, I am proud to say that I have seen of the 285 movies this year that the Christmas movies I've seen 200 well over 200 of them. Wow! And, uh, so what I decided to do was to take a look by using the uh, the Hallmark movie list app. Uh, yeah. I could easily bring up all this stuff and do, you know, yeah. do some surveys, et cetera. And I found out yeah. that we've got 12 of these movies that have got leads. In other words, the romantic leads, both the guy and the gal in the movie are, are black. Got a mm-hmm. couple that are interracial, including my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, which is the, uh, the, the Santa stakeout. But mm-hmm. so I don't want to I don't want to belabor that part of it. But then we can move on and take a look at uh, the LGBTQ angle yeah. with respect yeah. to that. And they have actually they've never had a a gay couple lead, but they've had no. some. They've had it with the kids. They've had it with the maybe the secondary romance. They've had yeah. maybe the best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've done That's right. this. And I just last night saw another one. Oh, with a uh, couple that happened to be at a party, a couple guys. All right, and so they're making some inroads there. So how does how does right now Hallmark how do they address religion in terms of making sure it's part of it? They also do something called religion diversity because they oh, feel yeah. that what they can do is they deal Christian versus Jewish. That's yeah. their idea of religious diversity. Yeah, but does that is. mean we're going to dive deep into the actual religion itself? No. That means what we're going to do is we're going to compare, well, you get eight gifts, I get one. You've got candles, mm. I've got an angel on a tree. That mm. kind of stuff. Mm. What kind of Jewish food versus Pretty deep. Christmas gingerbread? Pretty deep. It's not really deep. No. Um, oh. And the other thing I think to point out is, is this something that Hallmark has never had. No, they have actually kind of lost religion because when Hallmark started back in 1951 with their television an- anthology series, they oh, yeah. addressed things in a much more serious way with drama. And if yeah, you look back at the holiday movies of the over 200 they did since then, uh, you'll find that there are some that have some spirituality to them. And, uh, huh. Huh. So how about, you know, I know you, you kind of ran across something as to how uh, Hallmark is able to put a little bit of religion, not too much. And you ran into this Godwink, and maybe you could give us a little bit of clue that how that how that works. You know, this is this is amazing. Godwink is. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about this. It's it's amazing is what it is. It's just amazing. I, I don't know how they do it. Uh but Godwink is kind of like God winking at a movie plot. You know, just, it's, give, just yeah. a hint, a hint, a scandalous hint of God. And so that's kind of God. But, you know, it's and he how does he do this? How does how does God wink at a movie through serendipity? Yeah, through, there's, you know, through right. coincidence. Coincidence is a key word. A layman would say this is coincidence. A person who maybe is a little more spiritual say it's ineffable. So as a result, it's something we something has just happened. Yes, 
which we are is remarkable. We notice it, but we can't explain it. We can't explain what happened. No, you can't you can't assign agency unless you believe. Right. So yeah. Now Godwink but is that just a pretty name? You know what it is, John? I know why the guy did it. It's because the URL was available. (laughs) So he did it. So and he starts by that, creating a he creates there. a new name a new word and obviously it's it's sort of the it's way that we kind of humanize the uh, God's acknowledgement that God's done something which is cool yeah. called you know this coincidence and so yeah. that's what the God wings all about but you know it's it's kind of grown a little bit hasn't it maybe even oh. become a little commercialized little <laughs> this has become very commercialized. I don't know if you're aware of that, but Godwink is the whole thing. You go to godwinks.com, and my goodness, John, there's everything. Godwinks.com, signs of hope. Signs of hope. And these guys are really big on these acronyms that, you know, are almost incomprehensible. Their website is equip.org, and equip sounds, it's, it stands for something. And right. so when I saw that, I thought, this guy sell machinery or parts or something on the side? Or, you know, something like, you know, heavy-duty equipment or something? I was confused <laughs> at first. So he, he, you know, again, you know, good URL. But uh, he got godwinks.com. He's got that URL. And he uses Equip as part of it. And it's a little confusing. But I like it a lot. There's, And you know what? Sometimes God works through dogs. Did you know that, John? Yeah, that dog winks. I saw that. Mm. Yeah, dog winks, which appealed to me because for years I had difficulty spelling God. I would spell it with as dog because I get the you know I have a thing with my brain. So Sounds like dogma. Uh, <laughs> another good Christmas movie. Uh, yeah. So and you know here's a. Now, the guy who wrote the Dogwings book, listen to this name. See what you think of this. That one of the authors, his name is Squire Rushnell. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of that name? Well, it's, uh, it sounds like it's, you know, somebody from maybe, uh, royalty or maybe England or, uh, I don't know, but, uh, it turns out that this guy is a, is a business executive. That decided to he wanted to be he's a motivational speaker, yeah. And so what he's done is he's created a money machine. <laughs> he has. There are a <laughs> lot of Godwink books. There really are yeah. stories, anthologies, individual stories, uh, and you can leaf through them. They're really something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the way that it's connected yeah. with the uh, Hallmark movies is that about four years ago. They decided to take, you know, you could easily come up with, There's these are a lot of stories. So you can open this book up and come up and boom, there's a story. And they're going to be a couple pages long. So what yeah. they did is they took the, the they've, they've taken and had a God wink movie every year for the last four years. So they're going to have another one this year. And they're all, but what they do is they don't, they take the religion or this ineffable out of it and use yeah. the, the coincidence to be a, a way in which uh, uh, two people get together. So it, it's it's that yeah. coincidence that they happen to have. So it fits very well into uh, into the Hallmark uh, 
know, method or methodology as it relates to movie making. So that, that I thought was, uh, was very interesting. But I think what, when, when, when we look at this whole thing in terms of Hallmark, we just need to think about the fact that the question is, are there, is there so much commercialization? Is there so much emphasis upon the cookies, the decorations, the gifts? Have we taken, can you become a, uh, by watching too many of these movies, are you really kind of maybe abusing your religion or maybe not being the good Christian you should be? What do you think? I don't know. You're asking me my opinion? Yeah. Or is that, or is that uh, like just you're asking the universe? Well, why, you know, why would even, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you could say, well, I'm a Hallmark Christmas movie addict, and I guess that's not real good. But does that really uh, make any implication as to how I really address religion? I would expect religion to be considered separate. And I could watch these movies in a day and maybe go to church at night or in the morning. And I'm, yeah. and they're, they're, they can, they're, they're, it isn't like they're two things that are completely different that are, uh, you know, contradicting. So why do you think that a person of a religious person would consider this to maybe be, uh, to be a sinful to maybe watch these movies? Uh, you thoughts? know, that, that's, here are my thoughts on this. I think it's, there's a group of people that if you're not literally uh, worshiping or praying or doing whatever in a very prescribed, proscribed way, then you're not doing it right. There's this ah. whole, there's this whole, there's a right way and there's a wrong way. There's chosen people, there's unchosen people. You know, there's this whole them and us, you and me kind of thing. And I think it's, I think that kind of thinking that Hallmark movies aren't Christian enough. Well, they certainly embrace the ideals of Christianity. They yeah. do. I mean, they're they're basically be people that are behaving in a in a in a very positive, right way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and I, I think the problem here is that we we all know that there's a moment of reckoning in these movies, a moment in which things are not going to quite. There's a conflict of sorts, which is very short lived, and they have a very positive, uh, uplifting ending. And perhaps it just is, it, it's uh, its saying this isn't real. There should be a little bit more pain as it yeah. relates to life that isn't portrayed yeah. in these movies. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, frequently there's all the different sects of Christianity. And, you know, I had a friend who said, you know, only the Catholics are doing it right because they're the only ones who are sorry, really sorry. Mm. You know, they're the only ones that venerate suffering. And these these Protestants are just too fun loving. Yeah, so I yeah, there's that that point of view, but I don't know. I think uh, a lot of that stuff, a lot of the things people criticize about Hallmark are really things that kind of divide our our culture into camps. And I just don't like hearing that we're divided into camps because the next thing, you know, going to be weapons and various things, and these camps are going to be having a conflict. So I think anything that promotes harmony and promotes human virtue and good behavior should be should not be criticized. So I'm I'm yeah. in the camp that yeah, well enjoy your enjoy your movies. Don't hey, enjoy your a, movies. It's not, a, it's not a guilty pleasure. It's it's reinforcing good behavior in my opinion. But that's just me. I don't know. Hey, that's me too. I mean, here I am. I'll I, yeah. I, you know, I didn't watch. 
I'm not watching, I haven't seen 234 of these movies in search of, of you know, pain. Uh, no. You know, and I no. haven't found it no. yet. <laughs> no, no, no. What, is, it, what mean, is this guy, this guy who wrote the article, uh, you know, am I bad Christian because I like Hallmark movies? He says, <laughs> this, this is pretty good. Uh, uh, he talks about what the story, what the movies are like. He says, it's a story of mercy, of love, of beauty, and of and of rest. As I click play and administer another hit to my spiritual and emotional blood sugar. <laughs> I'm going to offer myself. This guy a diabetic? Is he a religious diabetic or what? He feels that that's the effect of these movies. That it anesthetizes you to the yeah. pain of the world. The pain of the world and the suffering. And that, you know, you're not really doing the right thing. You know, I've seen plenty of these Hallmark movies where uh, the main characters are working at, at a soup kitchen or a clothing shop that's trying to help people stay warm. You know, they're good behavior. There, there's good behavior. In Come on. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? When I do my Christmas, when I write up my Christmas cards and I need to be inspired to put wonderful notes on them, yeah. having these movies in the background definitely works in my favor. I, I think, think so too, it just, And that's what it's all about as far as I'm concerned. Having the good feeling and uh, yeah, it, it works for me. And good actions. Feelings, you know, you're more likely to give a uh, give a guy on the street a couple bucks, you know, or share a share a smoke with him or something, you know, uh, you know, you're more likely to to be more compassionate and kind. This week we have got a guest groaner uh, contributor. I'm going to let you do that one uh, as a second groaner because I like to see save the best groaner for last. So we'll wow. get started with uh, the first groaner that was provided to me by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. This Not is coach. what I would call groaner joke 101. This is pretty, I wouldn't call it simple stuff, but it's pretty basic. And we're going to we go with the winter slash Christmas theme. So I'm going to start with what do snowmen eat for breakfast? What, what do snowmen, snowmen men eat for, for breakfast? Carrots, I think, don't they? Well, there's two possibilities here. Yeah? Two very good answers. Snowflakes. Okay. And Ice Krispies. Oh. I get it. Cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got too literal. I was focusing hey, on the carrot they use for the nose. I knew it would so, be yeah, charcoal. I mean. Yeah. So, I'll tell yeah. you. So, okay. It's, okay. a, it's a basic one, but we can do better than that, can't we? We can do better than that, Groner. And I'm going to let you read the second one and give us a little okay. bit about the contributor, okay? The contributor is Rose Daniels Meyer. That's Mary Jane, my, my lovely better half. Uh, and I, we, we got together and made a baby called Rose. And uh, she is just a year younger than we are a married couple. So she's been around for a little bit and she listens to the show and helps whenever she can by contributing lots of things like rights, groaners, uh, critiques, stuff like that. But this is a really good Christmas groaner in my opinion. Are you ready for it, John? I am ready. What do you get if you eat too many Christmas decorations? 
sounds like what that, that could be harmful to one's health, I do believe. Perhaps you could what provide you us with it? the answer. Tinselitis. Tinselitis. That's it. I, think I had that when I was a kid. And I after I got you done did. getting rid of it, they gave me ice cream. That's the key to the exercise. Get to the ice cream. 